0: So this is episode number 53, uh, Winter Bash, a.k.a. Crappy Blowout. <laughs> no, sorry. I didn't mean that the way I said it. But um, What's changed in 19, and what's the other thing?
1: New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions. Where's the notes? My
0: headsets suck right now. I don't know why. What's your problem? You okay? No, I have issues. I need a new headset. All right, so... Uh, is this the last one for 2019? Um, I would say there's a very
1: good chance. It's very quiet.
0: What's quiet? The
1: headphones. Is your volume down or something?
0: Hello? Hello? No, I'm like really loud. I'm peaking horribly. I sound very quiet in my own headphones. Normally, yeah. I'm like almost Speak, speaking. Speak. Hello, hello. Here we are. No, you're peaking good. All right. We're ready to go. You ready to go? Okay. Let's do it. Hello. <laughs> so this is episode number 53. 53. 53. That's a year of nonstop every week, but that's not the tr- that's not true because no. we've skipped a lot of weeks recently. We started we started motivated, and then the motivation went away.
1: Why? Well, I uh, when we first stopped doing podcasts, I don't think it was motivation related. I think it was just scheduling because <clears throat> we get really busy during random months throughout the year. Where yeah. It's like man, podcast just takes. A toll, and it's uh gets put on the back burner. But now that things are a little bit slower here and there, we can kind of sit down and hit record and see what's going on. Have an adult beverage and make fun of some people.
0: It's the only opportunity to have an adult beverage early in the day. Although today it's late. It's almost 5 o'clock. Almost 5. We're a day late. This it's is fine. Thursday. It's fine. Yeah.
1: It's fine. No problem. No and problem. The Wednesday thing was... A bit hard to keep up with to begin with, so.
0: Yeah, sorry guys. We're gonna surprise you now from now on randomly. <laughs> it comes out. We'll try to keep out. it. It'll, it'll be. It'll be close to like the middle of the week, but uh, we apologize if it's not exactly yeah. on a Wednesday. It might be a Monday or a Thursday or a Tuesday. Whenever it strikes us, yeah. it's like Any anyway, it anyway. Yeah. So, what do you want to do? You have a problem with it? You got to get closer to your microphone. I'm, I'm Move the it. microphone closer to you, so I can adjust the level better. Sorry guys. Right here. Speak, speak. Hello. There you go. Much better. Okay. Yeah. So what
1: are we going to talk about? I feel like I'm eating this thing right
0: now. Yeah, that's good. You're supposed to eat it just
1: like that. (laughs) All
0: right. What are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? What have you been doing? I have a pretty good idea, but what have you been doing? There's there's a lot that we've been doing. I think the last podcast we did was right before Black Friday
1: or before? I think it was the week of. The week of Black Friday. I think it was like Wednesday.
0: Yeah, so now here we are, two, three weeks later, whatever it's been. So let's has talk it about that. Has it been two weeks? No. Yeah, it has
1: been two weeks. Wow. It's been even longer.
0: No. All right, here we go. The, we posted November 27th. Yeah. So it was the day before Thanksgiving, if I could guess that right.
1: If I I've, go back into my archives, podcast notes.
0: Yeah, no, the The Thanksgiving was Thursday the 20th. We did it on the 27th. Yeah, we talked so,
1: about back in my day who our heroes were. Whatever hell is talking. Yeah, we're
0: we're like we're like a day late if you think of it being done every other week. So we're we're a day late technically. If we would have done right. it yesterday, it would have been exactly two weeks. So right. anyway, that is fine. Um, <clears throat> so we're not going to bother you with uh, like shameless plugs, although we have to do a couple. But just very briefly, I, I, yeah. I had a complaint from one of our listeners. that said, "I don't like the shameless plugs." Well, I'm sorry, guys. This is what <laughs> pays the bills. Yes, and keeps us breathing and yes. eating. So we can get back on the microphone, have plenty of time to do this for you guys. Yes. And answer all your hella questions and attend events and do all this and that. Share knowledge for free. So we have to do inevitably a little bit of a shameless plug here and there. And that's okay. We try not to like... To keep it pretty minimal. Yeah, not to overdo it. But I'm not going to talk about Black Friday. I just want to thank everybody that supported BK Hobbies during this period. Yes. It was awesome. We were really busy. A lot of people order a lot of stuff. It was good times. Yes. Uh, A lot of work for us, but... Um, it's good for us. We kind of need that because, um, this sounds like I'm bitching or complaining, but, um, it, you know, it's, it, the, the hobby is slow, so you, yeah. you can't survive unless the, you have these good, really good times. Yeah. Um, you can't survive because now we're going in a super slow period, Yeah, you know, which is like middle of December through January, February It's like yeah. usually dead. Yeah. So if it wasn't for black Friday and we didn't have normal jobs, we probably could not survive. I yeah. don't think we would.
1: I don't think we would. So So you kind
0: of have to hoard whatever you make and kind of make it last a couple, two, three months. And that's not easy. So thanks, everybody, for helping.
1: Thank you very much. We had a lot of stuff going
0: on, but uh, everyone's orders went out, I think. Yeah. So right after Black Friday, uh, we have this uninvited guest, Ron Kors Jr. Yeah. How dare he just show up? Yeah. Why would he show up like that? and Like at the worst possible time, right? As we're getting ready for an event. Way too early. I know. Ron, next time you got to show up Friday no need (laughs) the event started friday he showed
1: up on like monday or something i'm just kidding
0: yeah uh i'm kidding we love ron he's always welcome here so he showed up on tuesday tuesday and uh yeah and then from the time he showed up on uh we had slowed down the orders had been taken care of we actually went into a very slow week after black friday which is good for us because we're attending an event but for our pockets and for the business to survive but it was okay it was good
1: it was fun. It was, was like you said. It was good because we had a lot of stuff to do for the event. And if it would been busy, it would have been tough to do it. And it's
0: expected every time after like Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Nobody wants to buy anything. I don't blame them. Like they just bought a bunch of stuff, right? Right. Right. So okay. So we started getting ready for the Winter Bash, mm-hmm. and yeah, and then the Winter Bash itself.
1: Yep, it hit. So Ron got in Tuesday, and then Wednesday we started set up, and Thursday was the first official day, technically, somewhat. Yeah. And, then, and you know, there were you know. a
0: decent amount of people at the field Thursday. I was surprised. It yeah. was kind of cool. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't picture that. I didn't, no. I didn't think that was going to be the case, but it was. There was uh, a lot of people at your house too. Like Thursday, Oh, staying here, just staying like, here. Staying. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, full house. Yeah, we had a full house here. Yeah, too much. Uh, Susie was kind of having having to clean a lot the day after <laughs> yeah. and the, the Sunday and Monday after. But anyway, disaster. So um, yeah, so Ron Corey showed up. Uh, we did the least that we had to do to kind of keep the business going, and then we went off to Winter Bash. Yes. So what are your impressions? Um, The Winter Bash. The Winter Bash. What are your impressions?
1: Um, This was my first year kind of seeing it from an event organizer's perspective, even though it was really kind of headed by uh, Gator himself, and then you and I just kind of took care of the stuff that he delegated to us. Yeah, Cause he's a, Well,
0: that was about 97% of the stuff. So.
1: <laughs> but uh, it was just a, a different perspective, thinking about everything that like, when you go to an event for fun that you never think of, like figuring out a food vendor, getting event donations, uh, making sure the field's set up, setting up a flight line, setting up a parking line, uh, figuring out where is going to park, uh, getting permits <clears throat> for the field from the city if you're going to go that far. So there's just a lot of stuff that had to get done that you would never really think about. If you're just showing up for an event... Going to have fun and just hang out for a few days with your buddies. So it was cool. But it was yeah. just a lot. Like Wednesday night, we went out to the field to rope off the flight line and rope off parking. So yeah, that Thursday a, morning. You
0: got a taste of that. And I'm sorry, no offense, but the roping that you guys did was pretty lame compared to shit we had to do back in the blowout days. Sure. Dude, we had to rope in like every RV spot because otherwise they wouldn't have fit. Because at some point back in the OHP days, we had so many RVs that if you didn't like line them up like... I think it was like 15 feet apart. You just would run out of room. Yeah. We had a rope in like area for parking. We had mm-hmm. a rope in like in the entrance for liability reasons because, you know, that pond yeah. coming in is on the right. We had a rope. Like, mm-hmm. it was a lot of roping to do, dude. Yeah. It was like insane. Yeah. So it was incredible. So So we had probably two percent of what you had to do. You got a a taste of it though, but back in the day we also had a lot more help. So it it just kind of balanced itself out.
1: That's the weird thing, is we went out Wednesday and I had Ron Chorus, uh Gator, and one other club member helping out. I think. I don't want to forget anybody. If you're listening and you were there helping, I'm sorry. The week blended
0: five days into one day for me, but well, I don't care if they're listening. Is is just part of my French is bullshit because well,
1: like we have so many club members and we just it's pulling teeth to get them to just pinch in and help yeah, out for the event.
0: It's and you know and we have to uh, be thankful to those who helped yes. with the event. Yes, um, you know we have Papa John, who's technically he's a honorary club member because he used to be club vice president so he deserves a free membership i think for life i don't know what the bylaws say but um he doesn't fly he doesn't really, no. he's kind of absent from the hobby, but he was there helping. Yeah, he's always um, there whenever
1: we need him, always.
0: Dave Carter, he doesn't fly, really. David Jeffries. He's, he's been involved in the hobby for years. David Jeffries does not fly much, but he was there. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people that are really not active club members, yeah. this is the this is the ironic thing. And I'm sorry, I'm going to mention this, say this. Yeah. I don't give a shit who listens or who doesn't, because I'll tell them to their face. The people that are not active in the hobby uh, came and helped. Yeah. Okay? The people that go to the field every freaking weekend did not give a shit about helping. Right,
1: that is screwed up, dude. Well, another thing that's worth mentioning is Wednesday night when we were <coughs> roping
0: off everything.
1: Uh, Robert Ta- uh, Tater, who has some health problems right now, was there hammering stakes in the ground.
0: And Tater has—he uh, had some heart problems. Uh, yeah. He told me he's doing better, but yeah, I, I don't. Tater has been one of the few people that have always been always. there and helped. No always no been what, there. No so we there. really thank you if you're listening, Robert, for all the support. But you know, a lot of the guys that I'm not gonna bring in names. It's not. What, I, I don't right. want drama. But it's like, come on, guys. Like, if if you enjoy the like the flying in the field, it's a really cool field. It's in the middle of the city, really. Yeah. Where else in this area can you find a field like that? There isn't. Right. Like Carrie and I did extensive research to find an alternate field to do OHP for years. We never found it. Right. There's no such thing. You have a great field. You have a great group of people. You enjoy going there on a Saturday or Sunday and flying. Why not just give at least just get back a few hours of your time to help the event? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And then also Wednesday night, we're setting up tables for registration, um, parking, making sure that no one was parking in the center. So that like just making sure the event was ready. Because yeah. Yeah. I didn't get out there first thing Saturday morning. Uh, Gator was. But, you know, you and I were here at the shop shipping orders and, you know, doing stuff to get ready for the event. But uh, just to make a Thursday easier. We went out Wednesday night, but still there's just so much that you just don't even think about when you're showing up to an event. Like when you and I go to Virginia, the only thing we're worried about is flying and having fun. Yeah. We're not worried about the, you know, sales kitchen or donations or roping yeah. this or flight line or yeah. none of that. Yeah. We just show up and have fun. But from this side of the perspective, it's like, wow. Okay. There's yeah. A lot it changes more. things. Yeah. A, it's lot. a little yeah. different. Yeah. I mean, obviously for you, you did OHB for 10 years or whatever it was. So, you know, a bit more than the average listener does, but, it's a lot. Yeah.
0: It's but tough. it was regardless of all that like I I don't mean to come across like an asshole trying like bitching about club members that didn't help. Regardless of that, like the event was great and I don't think that at the end of the day we really didn't need their help because it no. It, it happened and it happened well. Like there was no it's not like we were like, "Oh my god, we need more help or no. no. It just wasn't. You guys pulled it off and Barely. You know, the club did what had to do to make it happen even if it was just a handful of people helping yeah um out. uh it, it, we still have a, a great group somebody that I forgot to mention was Matt Larson Matt Larson yeah he always helps he's always around helping through, so thank you Matt uh-huh. so yeah cool so what about the events the event the well, event what are the highlights
1: um I think the highlight, which was the main goal that the three of us, you, me, and Gator set out from the beginning, was just low-key, relaxed, drama-free, go out and have fun. It was not commercialized. There were no demos. There were no events like an auto contest or a drag race. I think that's that's the part that was lacking.
0: I think we need... Really? Yeah. If we we do the event again, are you guys going to do the event again? uh, TBD. 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 Um, I think if it happens again, there has to be some kind of contest just just to make it more fun, it's like, fun. yeah, just, just, just get to get that. more, just to get more camaraderie and more participation. Like, yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I did well. The main goal that we set out was just relaxed
1: and just go out. And if you want to fly, go fly. If you don't, yeah. just hang out. And yeah. I think everyone who had fun, like, everyone who showed up had a good time. Yeah, the one thing that I thought was cool is at the end of the day, I think by the end of the day, Sunday, we had exactly 100 registered pilots, and almost all the time. There Was a line to fly, so people were there trying yeah. to fly.
0: And considering the state of the hobby today, like I don't think that's bad. I think we had a little bit more pilots last year, correct? Which is kind of odd because I felt like this year was going to be much bigger, um, right. because we had more pre registrations overall and everything else. But it the pilot count would kind of fell short at 100, but still. For an event in Florida is respectable, right? Sure. I think one of the main differences as to why today was 100 and last year could have been 120 is because Florida historically has had a lot of helicopter pilots. But those helicopter pilots from within the state of Florida have really gotten that group of pilots from Florida has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. I mean, it was a point in time when you you would do a Florida event and you would have 100 people just from... Literally, like, the central Florida area, what we call the I-4 corridor. Mm-hmm. You can't do that anymore. Right. You might get lucky to get 10 or 15. Right. So, what I mean by that is, like, most of the people that came were from outside the state of Florida. There were some Floridians, mm-hmm. but most of them were from outside the state or outside the country. Mm-hmm. And so, it's a long trip to yeah. come to Florida, no yeah. matter where you live. Right. It's a long trip. It's very far Florida from is far. Yeah. It's from Yeah. Far from everything. So. Yeah.
1: Another thing that I just noticed, and again, this is not complaining about our members. <coughs> Or anything like that but as far as club member just attendance showing up flying i think i saw uh, two maybe three club members flying and having fun at the event when you and i can go there on any given saturday and there's 10 15 sometimes 20 people there active people flying but they just didn't show up and fly at the event i don't know why
0: i don't get it it's weird again I, I it's agree. not complaining it's just like yeah, observations we're observations. making notes mental notes observations and uh Having a little banter discussion about yeah. what we see happening here in the heli scene in our beloved torches club, which used to be the leading uh, helicopter club, RC yeah. helicopter club in the whole country in terms of number of pilots and, and activity, and activities yeah. and participation and yeah. events and everything else. So it's it's yeah. quite sad, but it is what
1: it is. It is what it is.
0: Um when it goes around comes around. It might it's a cyclical thing. I'm so sure, it'll
1: change again. <laughs> it'll go up and go down, and it is what it is. But. Uh, Just a quick mention to thank you to the sponsors who did sponsor the event. Uh, I'm not going to bore you with a whole list, but I mean there was a lot of people who stepped up and either donated money or donated uh, that was money. Yeah, Yeah, it was money just to run the event and you know kind of kick back to the the running of the event. But there's a lot of donations and a lot of companies stepped up. So if you are listening, thank you for supporting the event and hopefully if we do it again, we can count on your support once again. But without those guys, the event probably wouldn't be here.
0: Thanks to the, all the pilots for coming too. Like yes. I know a lot of you make long trips um, from very far away, so we appreciate that. Um, but definitely the sponsors and and the one in particular that I really want to thank. And I don't want to. You're right. Like we can't just mention every name, but um, miniature aircraft man, they made the trip from Germany with a bunch of guys. Like yeah. great support. Like yeah. we really appreciate them. Uh, it's a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of time. Yeah. A lot of commitment to do that. Yep, they showed up so, with their
1: new turbine whiplash, which is cool. So good yeah, for them for showing up yeah. and keeping the brand alive.
0: And as you already said, congratulations to Gator. Gator is like my brother, man. I love that guy. Love yep. him. Fun anyway, guy. Gator is the guy that keeps this going because every year <laughs> I tell him, No. We're not doing it. And he's like, No, but come on, man, we gotta do it. and like he just talks us into it yeah. every year. Dio and I both told him, Dude, no need for this event this year. We'll just we'll skip it. And he's like, No, buddy, yeah. listen, okay. But yeah. But on the other hand, like as much as I love the guy and he's the driving force, he's such a good delegator that of course he wants to keep <laughs> doing it. Because he always finds somebody to do the work for him. But <laughs> regardless of that fact, he's he's the driving force. So we love you, Gator. Thank yeah. you for keeping the hobby alive. Yeah. And making uh, the winter bash a uh, reality. Yeah. Um, we,
1: we joke about delegating, but Gator did get some stuff done. Of course the,
0: he gets. Of course yeah, he does. Yeah, we just like to he, pick on him. When it comes down to like being at the field and taking care of shit, he, he will do it. He works his ass off. 100%. But leading up to the field day, he just delegates <laughs> we everything. We just yeah. like to pick on him. It's too, <clears throat> too So I do all the work ahead of time and after the time. And then he does it during the time. So oh, it's right. all good. Right. It's all good.
1: Right. right. Funny stuff.
0: Um, I think everybody had fun, right? I would say I didn't get a single complaint at the event, not a single. No, the one. complaints came later. that yeah, well, well, we'll get to that.
1: We'll get to that. But <coughs> as far as event complaints, I didn't get anything at all.
0: No. Nothing. No, I think everybody had fun. I mean, the 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 raffle prize pool wasn't as uh, generous as it has been in previous years. I mean, there's no doubt the state of the hobby yep. is not what it used to be. Thanks again to Miniature Aircraft for donating a kit. It was amazing. Yep. Um, you know, I used to. I remember in years past, especially back in the early 2000s, Tens or so, like 2012, 13, 14. At some point, we had like 15 kits or something. It was yeah. insane. It was yeah, like a lot. the vendors were competing for you know. Let's see who's you know who yeah you, you, you know who's the best who donates the most right. or whatever. That doesn't happen anymore. But yeah. other than that, I think the whole event, like considering the raffle, everything went well. Yeah. Right. I, the funniest thing about the raffle is.
1: Last year we gave away a Goblin seven hundred, or sorry, a Goblin seven seventy competition carbon. <laughs> yeah. And our buddy Chris Grimes won it. Yeah. And this year, miniature aircraft donates a Whiplash night show, and Chris Grimes won it. Again. Oh, I didn't know that. Did yeah. he really? Yeah, Chris. You're won You're kidding me. I'm dead serious, dude. That's like,
0: uh, it's like Papa John. Papa John. Two years in a row. Yeah. One of our club members, in the beginnings of the Orlando helicopter blowout. This is two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Yeah. He won like the grand prize. We had a grand prize, quote unquote. And he yeah. won it two years back-to-back. Back. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah.
1: So Chris Crazy. has now won it back-to-back. Back. He has a 770 competition, and now he has a whiplash nitro. God. Lucky guy. Seriously, lucky guy. Yeah, lucky, lucky guy. And his buddy, his buddy won the uh, Kyle Stacey Edition servos from BK Hobbies. Nice. Yeah.
0: And Chris is a nice guy, man. Like, I love that dude. He's He's just awesome. down to earth. Good old good old boy from the South, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... What about the people that were not satisfied or not happy or that <sighs> had complaints? It's not. We have to talk about this. I don't just want briefly. to talk. I don't want to talk about this, but we have to talk about this.
1: In my opinion, it's kind of ridiculous that it needs to be talked about. Don't you think? It's just such a minute
0: issue that uh, I'm really but, surprised it got brought up. So here's the thing. Here's my view on all this.
1: So what happened for those uh, of you that? that so
0: I, I used to. I used to really feel offend offended or feel like brought down or like sad or or mad or pissed when somebody went online and said something that was derogatory or that was criticism criticism criticizing me yeah. or my wife or my business or my friends or my business acquaintances over stuff that perhaps is not true mm-hmm. that has been misconstrued you know what i mean yeah. or whatever this and that cuz there's a lot of that and i get that i get that not The fact that somebody goes on Facebook and makes a a negative post or back in the day, Ron Ryder, Helly Freak, any of the forms, and make a negative post is not necessarily a reflection of how they feel about you. It's simply a reflection of what they hear or how they feel about the circumstances surrounding a particular circumstance or event. Sure. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they have true facts. That just means that that's their impression of what's happened or how they've been affected. And they just go... They can't help themselves. They just go out and complain and blame somebody. And then it goes from there and escalates and becomes this huge deal, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, I used to just get... I got to the point where I just didn't care about it anymore. Like, I, Not in the sense that I didn't care, but I didn't want to fuel the fire. And I just let it go yeah. and let it run its course. But there's times when I've noticed that you have to at least put the facts out there so the bystanders and the people that are reading the negativity because it's negativity that's all it is like a lot of my friends call me a negative guy and i am by nature a negative guy (laughs) but the way that i channel my negativity is to myself so like oh today's such a crappy day crappy day and i could be the guy that sees the glass half full but i see it half empty and that's just my nature right but i don't bring another people or blame another people for that or get pe- or make people look bad because the glass is half empty to me mm-hmm. it is half empty to me not to the rest of the world right and the problem is when somebody takes that half empty mentality and spreads it around the world and gets other people involved in the process right mm-hmm. that's not my negativity style so what i mean by negativity is, is if i went on facebook and i said oh the weather sucks today i would never do that I'll say that to myself in my own brain or I'll voice it to Kyle at the shop in private or be like, This day sucks. Mm-hmm. But you will never see me at an event being negative because at the end of the day I'm actually deep inside somewhat positive in the sense that my negativity is just a self protect so it's a mode to self protect myself so that when things turn out wrong yeah. doesn't hurt me or doesn't I don't get the disappointment that I would have gotten if I was just looking forward to something really good and then it didn't happen, right? Well, another thing but, is
1: like when you get negative, you get negative about like really petty stuff, like you said, Yeah, the it's weather. dumb stuff. The yeah, weather.
0: Yeah. And I never like really attack people or get on people's ass over like dumb stuff, even if they really are at fault. And so I just, I normally let it go. Like yeah. I'm really good at that. I'm pretty laid back with that. But the problem I have with all this situation is, is again, the hearsay. And I feel like we have to at least explain Yes. Explain it so that the the people that know what we're talking about, we're gonna explain it very. We're not gonna drag this forever. We're gonna no. talk about this for another five minutes, and we're gonna move on. Yeah. But the people that um that saw the posts, there's posts on every single possible Facebook group there mm-hmm. is. People that saw the posts understand the reality. Okay. So here's how it went down. So um Kyle and 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 uh and Gator are the guys, pretty much that like run the event, pretty much. I just help with a few things like, you know, I contacted a, a vendor that does the vinyl banner so we could do the banner. I contacted a vendor that does the T-shirts. I did, like slapped a couple of logos together to put the T-shirt together, the banner together and things of that nature. And I help with stuff like that. But I didn't really do a whole lot more than that. Mainly it was you and Gator, Kyle and Gator. Um, the one thing that we did discuss uh, on a couple of occasions at a club meeting and thereafter was if we're gonna get night lights, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And at first it was said, no, we're not gonna get lights. Correct. No need, it's too expensive. I mean, you guys gotta understand, it costs $150 a uh, a day per light, and you need a minimum of three days, because you can't pick them up on Saturday. You have to pick them up at the latest Friday morning. Mm -hmm. You cannot return them on Sunday, so if you pick up Friday morning, return Monday morning, that's three days. Mm -hmm. So you do 150 times two times three. That's 900 bucks. Mm-hmm. So the club didn't think it was appropriate or necessary to rent the lights. But not because they don't care about you guys having fun and flying at night. Right. It was mainly because of two reasons. Number one, in recent years, there's not been a lot of pilot interest or participation into a night fly. We've seen this. Yes. Uh, I believe even the last year of the Orlando helicopter blowout, we had how many like... A handful of pi- like it wasn't. It was much. not
1: much. It was not much to justify the cost of
0: those. Yeah, towers. and it w- that was three years ago, right? <clears throat> right. Um. So the last year, and of course this year is even smaller. The mm-hmm. the participation. That's number one reason. Not a lot of pilots interested in staying and sticking around and not flying. Right. Number two, we for all of you guys that have been to uh our field at Torches in Okoi. You, if you stand out by the fly line looking out at it, the power lines and you look to your right, there's a huge apartment complex right there. That apartment complex was built like a few years ago. I don't remember exactly how long ago, but like maybe three. Mm, three yeah, to four three years ago. It's not been very long, but like it's maybe three. New, yeah. yeah. Three to four years ago. And ever since that apartment complex was built, like in every time that somebody went and did night fly, like it's it's always been a problem. Yeah. Like, I think it was the last or second to last year of OHB, which would have been 2017 or 16. I was staying at the field because the last few years of OHB, I stayed at the field in my camper and I had cops knocking on my door at two in the morning asking us to turn the music down or turn the lights down. Like, it wasn't just necessarily music or stop the noise lot those people from those apartments complain about like nitrous flying because it was noisy yep. complain about lights mm-hmm. complain about everything they could complain about mm-hmm. so when i was running ohb myself with carrie <laughs> i told carrie we're done no more night fly because we don't want to get in trouble and i know it sucks for a lot of you guys that are making the long trip to florida for this but sorry guys it is what it is mm-hmm. if you're going to it, it, those people are going to p- complain no matter what. And there's nothing we can do to to help it because it, you can't be quiet. Yeah. A nitro is a nitro. What are you yeah. going to do? Put a freaking muffler on the muffler? No. Or are you going to like fly without lights? No. I mean, there's going to be noise. There's going to be lights. There's going to be yeah. people. There's going to be yelling and screaming and maybe a little bit of music. So there's no way to avoid that. So, again, with all this set, I think I already explained enough. Yeah um hold on real quick just one thing i want to say is that some people
1: might not realize that this field that we fly at it's not our field we don't own this this is city property this is not property of torches like we're just allowed to be there so if the apartment no, no, yeah we don't own the place if, no, the, of course. if the apartment's complain enough we're gone we're done like yeah. they, the the city of Okoye or winter garden whatever it is could kick us out tomorrow if they
0: wanted to yeah, it. We don't own the property by any means. We. They can tell us tomorrow, you're done, mm-hmm. and that's that's the end of it. They don't need to give us warning. Nothing. So, it, so it's not just the the apartment complex complaining. Is like that possibly potentially escalating into us losing our field because of right. complaints, because the police department will obviously notify, potentially could notify, the city manager or the people in charge of yeah. uh, uh, authorizing the use of the field to the torches club. Anyway. So, with all this said, I think it was this cost that we are going to get lights, and then it went to yes, and it went to no, and no, and yes, and no, and yes. And at the end of the day, we, BK Hobbies, uh, basically ran at two lights mm-hmm. to bring to the field. Right. And we didn't think it was necessary to get two, because it's a lot of money. Yeah. But we ended up getting two. And uh, one of the lights was already planned purposely to be taken away from the field, At the end of the day, Saturday, Uh to be brought in to here, to our place, Uh to have a small private gathering, not to fly. Uh We didn't fly. There was just not enough room to fly. The only room we have in the backyard, if you guys have seen our videos, was occupied by vehicles. Uh We have probably 30 or 40 cars parked there. Um, So we couldn't fly, but it was mainly to light up the outside of the house, like the front yard, because we were expecting 30 to 40 people and obviously we needed some light for them to hang out and whatever. Yeah. So, um, so that light was already planned on being removed from the field. Now, with that said, we, we left at the donation of BK Hobby's one light at the field, at the flight line, both nights, Friday night, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And, and as I've been told that light, that second light, which we happened to bring in here, um, was uh, not even used at the field on Friday. That's what I've been told.
1: At the, I heard on Friday it wasn't used, but on Saturday it was used sparingly. Like people would turn
0: it off and fly with regular night setups. <clears throat> on Saturday, Saturday wasn't there. What do you mean? Oh, you're, to- no, you're I'm I'm talk- about, no, I'm you talking about. Thought- I'm talking about the light that was in behind the pits. Oh, like, yeah, it wasn't the used one at we brought right, here right, to right, our right, place. Right right right, 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 right. That I've been told that Friday was all night at the field, and I'm told that it wasn't right, used. Right, right, right. So. Yeah, yeah. But. For all of you that don't know the story, so this is how it goes. So there's two lights at the field. There's one in the main line and the flight line for flying. And there's one behind the pits for the food vendors and the raffle area and all this. Um, I hooked the second light, which, again, we rented. I hooked it up. I already have plans to hook it up late in the day on Saturday to bring to our place because we had a private party here. Mm -hmm. And so there was a post made on Facebook that claims that we took most of the pilots away from the event because we moved the light to fly somewhere else, and this and that. Well, again, we then moved the light to fly somewhere else, moved it to light up an area. Mm -hmm. Second of all, the light wasn't destined to be at the field to begin with. Third of all, the light was not at the flight line the day before when it was at the field. And fourth of all, the people that stayed at the field um, on Friday night when both lights were there did not use that second light. And fifth of all, we did not take away pilots from the field because Mm -hmm. most of the people that came here, with the exception of Kyle Dahl, mm-hmm. Kyle Stacy, Mitch, Mitch, maybe Justin Cook and mm-hmm. Chris Damonte, maybe so five. If you push out of the life. five pilots that were here that could have potentially flight at night, mm-hmm. maybe only three would have. Right, everybody else were people that are not like that have never, never ever flown at night. No. Like or hang out at the field at night. Right. None of our Russian friends would have stayed at torches nope. and hang out till midnight. Nope. Uh, the Damantes wouldn't have nope. done that. Um, John Cook. Papa John wouldn't have done that. David Carter wouldn't have done that. David uh, John Cook would have seen Justin Cook get one flight in and then he would have went to bed right um my dad would have stayed your that would have been long gone yeah uh i'm serious like uh gator was already done and toast he wanted to go to bed yeah gator's wife wasn't gonna be there i mean right. i'm seriously talking yeah. about like earl please earl and his kids yeah he would never uh there. they would have never stayed there these, these are young kids like earl's son is like what three or four there uh, yeah. i can't remember Someone, four maybe I think so. maybe five now. i don't know he's I don't he's know. I, I can't James Von Hook would have never... Like, I can keep mentioning the names of people that came to my house for this, quote-unquote, private gathering. Yeah. And I can assure any listener that they would have never, ever been at the field, either flying or hanging out. Right. Like, maybe five. Right?
1: And I want to (laughs) say, like, people... Some people are making comments all like, well, why wasn't I invited? Well, here's the thing. It was at Bert's house. His
0: house i would not invite a flying field to my house well become my friend and you're more than invited because i love my friends and it's not like it's not like i'm being like an asshole or discriminating anybody like here's a classic example ryan zano right yeah like do you know how many years that dude came to orlando and never because here's the thing every year orlando helicopter blowout winter bash we've always had some kind of quote-unquote party or a gathering or after hours on friday or saturday for years we've always done this yeah um one time i remember we had a 100 people in my old house yeah which they by the way they didn't even fit we had no room to park them or anything and it was like a 100 people there the italians from sab where there are a bunch of people there (laughs) like people heard oh yeah you're meeting at birds i'm i'm coming and people would show up and it was fine
1: yeah
0: or it was bobby's house right And other years, it was like Bobby's house on Friday and my house on Saturday, or vice versa, right? So we've always had this, always. Ryan Zano is the classic guy that used to come, came here for years before he was ever invited because he didn't know, like... it wasn't at that level of friendship. The level of friendship, like he was just a far acquaintance, like, hey, dude, now you don't know, okay. But we didn't know him, we didn't know who he was. And over the course of time, he just became friends, right? Now he's welcome. And, And like... That's just normal life and no, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like I mean
1: it's not like somebody get on the microphone, Oh, there's a party at Bird's House, here's the
0: address. Come like, no, we don't know everybody at the field. Like would yeah. be ridiculous yeah. to invite everybody. And like some people say, Well, why don't you do the party at the field and just have fun at the field? Well, we could've but again we go back to that that was that would have been the ideal thing. I remember there were years ago when I wanted to do a New Year's New Year's party, mm-hmm. December thirty first end of the night and fly hang out eat together drink together have a ball together and we pulled it off uh-huh. the apartments were not there correct we cannot do it today correct so if we could have brought every if we could have told everybody yeah let's meet at the field for this party and like brought the other sound system or have the, the field sound system and just jam some music and have flights and bring in food and like do all this stuff and like have a great time but because, again, the freaking apartments mm-hmm. is not a possibility. Like, we, we you could, there's still, this is going to sound as if, like, you can't night fly at Torches anymore. Yes, you can. But having a gathering of 10 to 20 people versus a gathering of, like, 60 people or 50 people, it's a big difference. Yeah, it's a very, big, big difference. difference. Very, very. And a lot of the people that we invited here for this, quote, unquote, private event um, didn't even show up. Yep, they yeah, had other things to do. Other things. You know? So for those, one of my you... good buddies didn't show up because he got roped into going somewhere else. So right, yeah. All so good. <laughs> um, there
1: was one flight that did take place. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a co- last forty-five seconds. It was a cooperation between Bobby Watts and Kyle Dahl. It was Bobby's <coughs> fireball. Bobby flew it for a few seconds, to make sure it was okay, gave it to Kyle Dahl.
0: No, he, I don't think he touched it. Maybe no, he not. did not. No, he did not. I okay. was there. You weren't. You were gone. Right. But so, He did not touch it. He gave Caldol, he, he the, gave radio. Caldol the radio. He gave the
1: radio. It's on video. And Caldol
0: and lasted. I hope he lasts longer. But flying, I mean. <laughs> flying, he lasted only like 45 seconds. And he put it into Boom. a tree.
1: Done. Goodbye. That's the only flight that took place. So if you were out there thinking that you missed out on something, no. We drank adult beverages. We had some food. And we hung out. Yeah. It was that's great. That's it. it's just yeah. hanging out. It was just relaxing. And
0: then Bobby was very disrespect, disrespectful. He left his helicopter behind for us Damaged. to fix. Yeah, He put it on my
1: desk and he said, hey, Kyle, it's, can you it's fix your, this? It's
0: yours now. It's yeah. done. It's so. fine.
1: I will repair it, but it's now my fireball, yeah. Bobby Watts. So yeah, how about that? That is my meal. Yes. Yeah. Correct.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so that wraps it up. We talked about that for way too long. That was like it's 15 minutes of freaking... Drama. Controversy. Yeah. So, um... So, but the, the bottom line of all this, the, 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 the story boils down to the fact that people need to really learn facts before they mm-hmm. make a post. Yeah. And man, this sucks because it happens not just in, ho- in the hobby, but it happened in politics. It happens in news. Shit. It happens in everything. It's like people jump the gun to bitch or complain yeah. without knowing the true facts. Well, what like bummed me out is it's like, dude, this event just ended
1: and it was great. There was no accidents, no one got hurt. There was no drama at the event. Everyone the weather, had their time, the, and weather was the weather was spectacular. Was beautiful. And then you bring up a negative about this, yeah. really, dude? Like, come on.
0: And it just, it just shits the like. It just makes the event look bad. Yeah. When the event had nothing to do with anything that happened. And, right. And there was nothing done wrong, right? 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 And you know the saddest thing in the world is like, it, it's like when you have somebody like these people that make these posts, and 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 again, I don't I don't blame them, man. It's like Josh McDonald. He's the first one to post. His post got deleted on the Hangout. I truly believe he's a nice dude. He might be a sweetheart. I have nothing against him. I'm not blaming him for anything. Mm-hmm. But it's like. It's I guess it's the, I think it's the the I think it's the new age of social media uh-huh. where like people just voice their opinion without having the true facts because they rely too much on first impressions right without right. really knowing what happens right. really for real right and I don't blame Josh because he he came from Michigan I think he said let me see I think he said Michigan or something so I mean that's a freaking long drive like I would be pissed too like. If I used to, like, drive that long and I was looking forward to hanging with my buddies and everything, and I thought that some douchebag <laughs> took one of the lights and all the pilots to his place to fly in private. But the thing that I'm getting at is the assumption that something happened when they don't have the clear and exactly. true information, right? Is what. Exactly. But it's the it's the era of social media, dude. So yep. what are you going to do, right? It so. is. It is what it is. Anyway, that's something enough of that, enough there. of that.
1: Let's uh, let's get into the next topic. What do you think? The next topic <clears throat> is reflecting on things that happened within the RC Heli hobby of 2019. Are you going to do like... You're, okay, do it. You ready? Yeah. So, the drama is over. Let's talk about the good and the bad of 2019. The first thing that jumps into my mind is that the Goblin Kraken was released. Yes. Uh, the The latest and greatest, most revolutionary... 700 design that Sab has come out with
0: since the initial Goblin that anybody has come out with in the last. I don't. I don't care what anybody says. Like people, I know some people are gonna. I'm gonna rough feathers with people, but I time. think it's the most revolutionary design in across any brand period. Yeah. yeah. In the last five years. Yeah. And and I'm not saying it's the best. I, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying you can't go wrong by a crack and nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Were, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like. Out of the box originality, like yeah. who made, like who's made so many changes, like who's thought out of the box to like come up with like, right. even if it, again, I'm not talking about whether it's like the best performing or not. That's not the point. I'm not saying it is. It's just the most I've,
1: unique, different, yeah, innovative. It's who, got so inno, many
0: innovation, innovation. Who thinks yeah. out outside the box and says, "Shit, I'm going to." Come up with a helicopter that's made out of cardboard, like something like that. Like, I feel like the Kraken has a few key features that are very unique, yeah, um, and innovative. And I haven't seen that kind of innovation in years now. Yeah, it's really cool because it's like
1: not only innovative, like worldwide in the or like lifetime, lifetime wise in the hobby, but innovative for SAP itself. No, yeah, because it's so different from like the original
0: Goblin and Thunder Sport and all that. So. That what, was released? what other helicopter? What other helicopter was released like this year that was significant? Can you think of any? In all like, brands, I, I, yeah, like any other brand. Like uh, I'm not.
1: This I'm not, might be bad because I'm gonna be honest. No, I don't fine, really I don't... pay a ton of attention to other brands. It's gonna that no, bad,
0: I, but like I kind of do a little bit. But I have like I can't think of any like that. The that's Oxy like groundbreaking. 5, the Oxy Five. No, no, no. That's groundbreaking. I don't think there's anything. I, groundbreaking. Say I
1: mean, Matt Bodos came out with a Synergy 696, <laughs> which is a very, very nice upgrade from his E7 that came out. And no offense Six to Matt. Road.
0: I love Matt to death. I think he's a great guy, great designer. Um, I have a lot of respect for Matt, but I have not seen a lot from it. I don't know if it was because it wasn't promoted very heavily. Or haven't just seen a lot about it. Like maybe I really maybe we're
1: pretty, just not seeing it. Perhaps maybe we're, maybe
0: we're not seeing it. seeing it. That could be the case. Yeah. Um, the one that sticks out that I saw a lot of Urcha was the Oxy Five. Yep. Luca, from Luca from, yeah. and, and and Oxy. Yeah. That was that's a kind of cool. Like it is not like revolutionary, but it's it's nice, man. It's like a nice. It's yes, a step seeing, forward. Yeah. It it is. It is an improvement over anything I've seen in that size and the traditional pot and boom design. No no question.
1: And, and it's cool for someone like Luca to do that because Lucas came on the scene with just doing upgrades for like line, T-Rexes, and Goblins. And yeah. then he came out with the Oxy, like, I think the first one was like an Oxy 3. Mm-hmm. Then he went smaller. Then he went a little bigger. And now he's going even bigger and bigger. So it's cool for him as a company and a designer to keep developing his company oh, and absolutely. getting get bigger. So like, absolutely. good for him for like, you know, continuing on, even in... Like a uh, uh, an industry that's shrinking, like good for him for pushing and innovating.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, just push them. But, but without a doubt, Kraken, Kraken, um, Kraken is it takes to me it takes the cake. And again, um, I give credit or credit is due if 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 we had nothing to do with Goblin, I still would give it to Kraken yeah. because I yeah. have to. I Yeah, yeah bias aside, one hundred percent bias yeah, aside. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. so, cool, but.
0: Congratulations, Enrico, my friend. Let Very I nice. Check. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, the next thing, Nitro seems to have made a resurgence, and I'm not talking about sales because you and I both get to see that on the actual backside of it. But Nitro just seems to be more popular, dude. Like seriously, maybe people are just flying their I'm older stuff. It. I'm seeing it.
0: I'm seeing it more at the field. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so like, there
1: was an, at one point, you and I were on the flight line at the Winter Bash, and all five stations were filled. With nitro helicopters, and that to me was the coolest. Like at the well, end of the day, the nitro haze was hanging over. Well, the you think line. of the,
0: you think of people like Tyler, a good friend, Tyler Tharmston. Thurmst, I can't pronounce his last name. Yeah, he quit the hobby like literally three, four years ago because he started a new business, right? Yeah, and he went balls to the wall into his new business. Good for him. He's growing his business. He's doing good. Mm-hmm. Now he's wanting to come back. Guess what helicopter he brought? A synergy N7, nitro, yeah. an N7 nitro. And granted, he's not—he didn't fly it at the Winter Bash. But I wonder if there are other people like, maybe not necessarily that quit the hobby, but or stopped flying for years like Tyler did. But perhaps they went into electric and they flew electrics, and and because of all the stuff that everybody talks about nitro and the social media groups and things like that. Yeah. They, they one day they went. Oh yeah, I have this nitro here. I should mm-hmm. fly it again. Or could be, I don't know. It's weird.
1: Could be. I don't. I don't know what the impact is or like what the reason behind it is. But I'm really, really happy that nitro is is becoming more popular because there's nothing bad that can happen from nitro being flown more at events. Because if more people are flying fuel, fuel prices are just you know they're gonna come down. If they start making it more, the, the fuel prices are gonna come down.
0: And don't like I I don't condone people that have. N- no knowledge that, that are new in the helicopter, like flying nitro. I'd rather see people that are more experienced. I encourage yeah. the new people to stick to their electrics. 100%. Until they're at least proficient with, like, basic flying, their setups, yeah. their fly system system setup, like, overall mechanical knowledge, yeah. then move on to nitro. Because it's, it's another layer Correct. of complication and... Annoyance. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, that's just something that I've noticed at a lot of events across the year. There's nitros picking up. And that just warms my soul. Man. Yeah, it was really cool. Really it's really
0: cool.
1: Yeah. Next. Um, we, uh, t- we talked a little bit about this. Uh, I really don't want to take this in a negative way. So we're going to try and talk about the positives with it as well. But it uh, seems like Facebook groups really kind of control the hobby in a way, for better or for worse. Um, and what that does is it's opened everyone in the hobby to have a very, very loud voice, depending on the size of the group. Uh, there's a particular group, the Hill they hang out with, I think, like 3,500 members.
0: And then when a when a post gets deleted, then people get really freaking sure. pissed off. And listen, if I run my own group and people post something stupid, goodbye, delete, yep.
1: see ya. Fuck but, it. And a lot of people will kind of attack the admins, but the admins are just trying to keep the peace, keep it relaxed, yeah, keep it fun. Yeah. So, like, Facebook it, groups have taken over the industry for better <laughs> and for worse. I think I would say more often than not for better because there's always someone there to help you out if you post a a, like a question or a comment within seconds or minutes someone will comment and help you out
0: but i man like i love frank i i i I really think the hangout is a great place to be and and the fly box and some of these other groups nitro nation all this but at the end of the day man it's like the the chronological like the 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 way that Facebook displays content is so screwed up. I hate it. Yes. I despise it. Yes. And like I remember the good old days of Ron Rider and Heli Freak. Like I know that's a thing of the past, but man, you could just go in there and like do a search and find the shit you were looking for, mm-hmm. or you would just look at the latest. But everything was in chronological order and very well and neatly organized, and it was just easy to find content. Right. Right. And it was easier to moderate for the moderators. It was just—I don't know. It was—it's—it's almost like we've gone back in time. Like the only reason why, like it's a step forward, is simply because everybody has Facebook. Mm -hmm. Like ninety percent of like online users use Facebook, right? Right. So. Obviously, the content is right there and there on their walls, right? And the news feeds. Mm-hmm. So people log in to Facebook in the morning. They scroll down the news feed. I might see a post from Kyle Stacey, a post from, like, one of my cousins, a post from whatever. Yeah. And then, boom, a post from the Hangout. That's important. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool because it's right there front and center in my face every day. But it, again, it just, it's not the same in terms of the level of organ. Like, as much... like. I don't know. It's just harder to search. Yeah, this is not quite the same, right? I don't know.
1: Uh, it's it's just so hard for me to find a post. Like to be honest, like I don't sit on Facebook all day long because I have plenty of other things I'd rather do. Yeah. But like when there is a post on the Hangout, for example, the one we talked about earlier, I can't always find it when I like. And, and this is not I can Hangout have, related. I can never this find this it. is Facebook related, not Hangout yeah. related. It could be Flightbox, it could be anything. But there's a post, it spirals <sighs> out of control. You go to load in the Hangout, boom, where'd it go? It's just gone. They got scroll. No, you're you like you saying it's not
0: it's not yeah, we're not talking about the hangout. We're talking yeah. about like Facebook Facebook's groups. Facebook's algorithm. The nature yeah. Like, because 'cause I'm, I'm a member of other groups like bike related, like Harley related groups and things like that. It's the same shit. Like yeah. I can't if I miss it, like dude, you know how many times I've like like woke up in the morning having a cup of coffee and I just open Facebook and I'm like, oh I saw that. But like I get sidetracked or I'm talking to Susie or like, oh shit, I gotta go to the shop or whatever. Yeah. And I put my phone away and then like four hours later I look for it, it's like gone. And gone. I can't. I can't, I don't even know how to look for it. It's there's no threads there's to book No way to find se. it. No, yeah. It's just yeah. gone. Unless you know yeah. the exact person. You can who save a it. post, but it's such
1: a cumbersome it's, shit. It's just so annoying. So but
0: back and again, I, I, I dwell on the run rider. You're that if he's li- if he listens <laughs> to that, you're that. Ray. He loved yeah, it. You're a badass run rider power <laughs> user. But you could just like go, like if you're bored, you sit on the couch and you start <laughs> yeah. looking for stuff then you look at all these forums okay i'm gonna look up like the align t-rex 450 forum and mm-hmm. then see all the rants and all the bitch like but yeah. everything was categorized really yeah. nice and neat right
1: super easy so, to find whatever you need anyway and save threads but
0: anyway but yes good point so what's happening? in 19 another point um the groups they've taken over facebook taken groups over for yes. better
1: or for worse there's a there's plenty of goods that i think outweigh the bed
0: no i disagree Really? I, I don't want to be negative about it, but I would say it's a 50-50 for me. Okay. Like, I see, unfortunately, <laughs> negative, bad negative posts usually can be so overwhelming and can be so discouraging and so upsetting that they kind of take the good away for me. Okay. That's just my nature. Like, when I, this is what pisses me off. If I log in and I see some guy ranting about somewhere or, like, he had a servo failure or a V-bar failure or this and that or whatever or, like, they took the light away from me or this guy just my (laughs) helicopter is just uh, boo 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 it's always like this yeah so like then you read the guys like oh it's such a great day and you're like by now you're like kind of like oh my god like because it it just no man it's just freaking negativity like in public like that and like feeling sorry for yourself no fix it change it don't bitch sure
1: but i think part of the reason you see those posts is due to Human nature, interaction, because human nature is to pile on the negativity. Interaction, because Facebook, the more likes and comments, well, of course, is, the more it shows it to you.
0: Then, because it's non-chronological, it's yes. based on um, yeah. popularity. Yeah. So, like the, <laughs> because the negative post is always gonna. If okay, here's a classic example. Like I can go on my Facebook page. I have like seventeen thousand followers on Facebook. I can go right now and post like, you know, what a f- beautiful day. What do you guys think? Yeah maybe like three comments right but if i if i went in, i would never do this but if if i went in there and said like something really negative and like and get people going i assure you Mm -hmm. i would have more Mm -hmm. responses more comments to that yes so when somebody is disgruntled or upset or something happens and they go on i don't want to mention the hangout because it's any group any freaking group on facebook they get more interactions and more comments and more responses and yeah. more likes and more shares than somebody that did something positive yeah so that allows facebook to say oh this is a very popular post we're gonna just keep cranking <laughs> it and our, our our algorithm is designed to yeah. the more popular it becomes the more to be displayed in people's news yeah. feeds yeah and the more that it stays on top right so yeah yeah, yeah.
1: but there's also plenty of good. You can put up a question in the Hangout, and I assure you, within 30
0: seconds to a couple minutes, you will have yeah. five answers. Just don't ask what fly, fly baller system, the fly please.
1: Please don't ask which fly baller system you use. Please don't ask wh- who has the fastest servo. Please don't ask
0: what the best 700-size
1: machine Oh, we know is. the fastest
0: servo is BK for sure, but... <laughs> i'm just kidding swiftly
1: moving along um here's something that you would have never really thought of uh, (coughs) excuse me 10 years ago yeah uh everyone is very caught up in integration now that's integration from the gyro to the radio with setup and tuning and integration from your esc to your radio esc to your gyro to radio everyone wants integration they want to set it up and tune it from the radio it's 2019
0: they... man we're yep. coming up on 2020 in like two weeks so yeah, yeah and
1: yeah. and there's there's people who need who just thrive on the integration so i've seen people who say i don't want to fly brand b even though it works better I want brand A that works not quite as good as brand B, but it has integration, so I'm going to buy it.
0: I do not care about integration in terms of like ESC telemetry and things like that, because I've always been used to running my timer, and I don't care. I set it up, and off I go. But integration from the transmitter to the flight controller, I think, is really good. It's because, huge. And I, I would never really... You'll never see me land and change something. I, I once I get it set up, it's good to go for me. Mm-hmm. But that initial setup and that no, that ability to just go on the radio and make a change and not have to pull out the laptop. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily about tweaking and changing during flight and all this every time. Yeah, it's more about like I don't need that third item, which is my laptop or my or tablet a or, box yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. so that's really cool. Just like being able to do whatever you want from the and. This is going to sound really bad, and I don't mean anything by this for any companies out there listening. If you do not have integration or any plans in to integrate with your gyro tier radio, I'm sorry, you're falling behind.
0: Yeah, you're done. Or you will yeah. fall behind. And if you've canceled plans for such, or yes. if you, you know, yeah, you're screwed. Yes. Sorry. Yeah.
1: That's, that's the way of the future. Uh, Mikado did it first with the V-Bar. I don't know if they did it first, but they did it the best. <clears throat> and then there's other brands that have followed suit. So, seriously, yeah.
0: you need to. I mean, hell, even Angelus, when he was doing... Uh, uh, the Spartan, he, mm-hmm. integra- he was the first one to do integration with the Jetty. Yep, yeah.
1: and we worked great. Yeah. we worked yeah. great. So I think that's something that's just going to get more, big deal. more and more developed. More I've PSAs
0: seen is that big. like coming along in the last few years, but in 19, it seems like it's a bigger deal. Yeah. Like everybody really wants it. Like you said, I've seen people trade a really good product for a subpar product over integration. Yes, integration. Absolutely. Not to mention any names. No need yeah. to
1: mention names because there's plenty <clears> out there <throat> But okay, next, moving along. Uh, the micro heli fad. Micro helis have changed a lot, I think. Uh, before, Bert and I were talking about this earlier. Like, We'd see people get into micro helis and then just stay with micro helis. They would never advance to a 550 or a 700. And then you'd have people who, like myself, have been flying forever get excited over a small heli. I think that's changed. Like, People will get into the hobby with like a 230 or a 250 and then move up to a 550 and never go back to the small one.
0: Guys, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, I remember when I was flying for Align, and uh, um, I forgot what year this was. It could have been 09, maybe 08, 09, something like that, 10, I don't know. But Align wanted to release the T Rex 250, the very first 250. Mm-hmm. And they had a lot of issues with this and that. And Jason Krause told them, uh, sorry, I'm not going to work on that. I don't, I don't like small stuff. And I don't know what happened to Zabel, but they kind of reached out to me and they asked if I could help with the 250 project. Dude, I loved it. Like, I was flying 700s or 600s, whatever it was. I had been flying 700s. But this was, like, the awesome toy to just just take out. You remember the old days where, like, people used to go to parking lots after events and go to, like, a Home Depot parking lot and just throw helicopters around under the lights? And Mm -hmm. it was usually little shit like that, like, T-Rex 450s, 250s, whatever it was. Those days seem long gone. Like, it seems like the people nowadays that... Are into flying that really enjoy the fun, like the people that are more than just beginning in the beginning uh, uh, part part of mm-hmm. flying. They they just they fly seven hundreds or yeah. they fly five yeah. seventies or five fifties or six yeah. hundreds, whatever it is. Yeah. But they don't really necessarily fly the micros. And now it seems like micros are more for beginners. It's like an entryway, right? It's like a it's it's the
1: gateway drug to a bigger heli and like i've even noticed it with myself like in this day and age if it's smaller than a 570 i don't really have a. that's i don't mean to sound bad i don't really have a ton of interest in flying anything below a 570 yeah like the goblin buddy right now is interesting because it's new the fireball was fun when it was new because it was new but when i go to the field i bring my 570 and i bring a kraken
0: and the older you get the harder it becomes because dude trust me like it's (laughs) harder for me to fly the little shit than it is to fly the big stuff But I remember, I love flying this stuff. I mean, I remember, like, 15, 12 years ago. uh, You guys can look up a video on YouTube, Uh, I think, if you can look up. And I was flying 700s by this time. Let us see if I can even find this video so you can look it up. It was called the Gawi... Hurricane 200. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the Gawi Hurricane 200. This was in the backyard of Craig's house, I think.
0: Yeah, so me and my buddy Craig... um, we used to get together in his backyard. Dude, yeah. his backyard was like half an acre
1: yeah.
0: uh, or even smaller. It was really wide and really shallow. And we used to just fly these stupid little things. So look it up. It's uh, Just search for Burkhammer, K-A-M-M-E-R-E-R, Gowie Hurricane. First result on YouTube says Gowie Hurricane EP200 Crazy 3D Power. <laughs> so the EP200 was a motor that HeliDirect, talking about old people, wow. gave to Craig. And right. he's they sent him Craig like a couple motors, and so we put these things on uh, and for the day. I mean yeah. today they look kind of sluggish. Yeah. But I was flying 700s. Yeah. And I had as much fun going to Craig's backyard to fly these stupid toys. Yeah. Than I did going to the flying yeah, fielder in the middle of the day to fly my 90 class nitro helicopter.
1: Of course. There was. But a, what happened to that? I, I couldn't tell you because even back in the day, I used to fly only that stuff. Uh, there was a period in time from like 2000. I don't know your years, 2007 2009. Every micro, micro helicopter competition I went in, I went. I won it. I know. With a 200 size machine and a 450, because I flew but those every day. And then you go to, day. Like,
0: like, big helicopter competitions and have a boom strike.
1: And I would suck. <laughs> yeah, but I was just so used to the 200 <coughs> to a 450, because I, I flew them every day. I fly it after school, fly it at the field. That's all I flew. And now I haven't flown my Fireball in, like,
0: But so what a happened with that? What's your theory?
1: I don't know the theory. I really don't know the reasoning. I know my personal reasoning is that I just prefer the way 700s fly. Just flat out. But yes. I always did.
0: I always did. And I still enjoy the little stuff.
1: I don't know what it is then. Not to mention that a 700 is two and a half million times easier to work on than a little helicopter.
0: I work on and fly, too. Work on and fly. More I, stable.
1: I yeah, I don't know. I just... I got... Way, maybe it's the power. Because, you know, the 700s have way more power now than they did back in the day. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know what it is. Yeah, maybe... Maybe because back in the day, we, you felt like you had more power out of the little guy. And the yeah. big the big heli was more sluggish, yeah. more lethargic. And like yeah. the power to weight ratio wasn't quite there. But now, without fly bars, with more power, yeah. better efficiency, better motors, better ESCs, better batteries. Yeah. The big stuff feels pretty much like the small stuff felt back in the day. Yeah, so. it's
1: changed quite a bit. Yeah, And then the last point uh, that at least I have for 2019... Uh, recollections, I guess. I don't know. I think the flying level, the level of flying this day and age is really starting to plateau, not plateau, but it's starting to even itself out. I think you have your top 20 or yeah, 30 pilots in the world. Like,
0: your know it's confusing. I know. It's hard what to you're explain. saying is, is like the spread of different skills is getting smaller. It's in tiny, other words, yeah. like everybody's getting better. Right. So there's less distinction between Newer pilots yeah. and more seasoned pilots. There's still a gap. Yeah. But it used to be a
1: huge gap. Ginormous. Like yeah. right now, you still have your top 20 to 30 in the world. Your Kanpunois, your Kennecos, your Dolphs. Those are the, still the top 20, 30 elite, best of the best pilots in the world. And then you have a lower level where you have just a lot more pilots in the world. Though. So, I mean, it's just like there's just not as quite distinct of a level because you have the top and then you have kind of like a middle or base yeah. and you have people learning to hover. Yeah. Like, it's just a lot bigger of a... I don't know. What so do what think? was it like
0: 15 years ago, for example?
1: 15 years ago, you or had... Or 12 uh, years ago. 12 yeah. years, 10
0: years ago, 12 years ago. You go to Urchuk.
1: What was it like? You had the Elite 10. You had Curtis Youngblood, Alan Zabo, Bert Cameron, Bobby Watts, Matt Botos. You had the top pilots of the time. And then everyone else was just, boom, way different. Way there different. There was people learning to hover. A lot of people learning to hover. A lot of people learning orientations. At the winter bash, everybody there was throwing down, doing TikToks, pro flips, hurricanes, funnels. Yeah. You never saw that today. The exception ago. of Gator. <laughs> <laughs> but but just everyone everyone now is throwing down where ten years ago there was just like, okay, that guy's learning to hover, that guy's learning orientations, that guy's learning circuits, but now everyone can do pro flips. It's just yeah. yeah, it's just everyone's getting better.
0: So that is very true. Like it's it's it it's changed a lot. It's it's not um, the, the spread, the, the difference between the newer guy and the more seasoned guy is not as pronounced anymore. Right. Because with the exception of the true newbies, the guys that just started within the past few months or whatever, yeah. that are still like hovering or this and that, versus the guy that, you know, has been flying obviously for a long time and is very experienced and seasoned with flying. Like, it's still a pronounced difference. Right. But like most of the people that you see at events... They're good enough. Yeah. They're holding their shit yeah. together pretty Absolutely. well. Absolutely, which is uh, excuse me, yeah,
1: kind of crazy to think about that everyone yeah. everyone is getting better, which is good. It's cool. I feel a lot safer at events. <laughs> I think most people have pretty good control nowadays, with uh, a few exceptions here and there. But anyway, you got anything to add? Mm. Things you've noticed about 2019?
0: I'm getting lazier with flying. You're
1: getting lazier.
0: No, 2019, it's just, I don't know, it's just the hobby is evolving and we're losing a lot of people. And so, that's one thing that's changed is the lack of enthusiasm on behalf of like like new people. Like I'm not seeing new people. Right. And that's like a problem. That's a big problem. We talked about that a little bit last time. We talked about that last time and I don't want to like talk about that again, but... Yeah, it's concerning. So I'm yeah. hoping that at some point something's going to happen and people... Yeah. I'm hoping this stupid <laughs> drone fat goes away for good. Yeah. Pardon me, but fuck those things. No. Yeah. No, I
1: mean, no. there's a lot of different sides to look at. It. If you look at the DJI side or if you look at the FPV racing side. No,
0: DJI is here to stay. And, like, the people that are going to go and get a DJI drone, they're always going to. The, the racing stuff, it's like it's okay. But I feel like... The whole notoriety of drones needs to slow down, yeah. Um, so that the people can explore other alternatives, yeah, which could be airplanes, it could be helis, it could be other things. Anything. I don't think but, anyone
1: buys a DJI to learn to fly. I think people buy a DJI to like do aerial photography. I think people I get so. into FPV racing to fly. I hope
0: so. I don't know. It's there's no telling. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. You don't know. Who knows? No. Anyway,
1: let's move on to our resolutions the 2020 flying year slash season because when you live in florida it's all year round you don't have a winner we have a winner but it's pretty lame to be a winner
0: so, so your new year year's resolution starts
1: january the first january the first i don't have to start doing this right now There's God, no pressure. hit me with it okay. hit me with it okay. first one it. be oh, more here we go pro- <laughs> yeah. huh. be, be more proactive <laughs> with maintenance i tend to put it off until it's too late and then more problems occur
0: okay you, you've never done that one before that's uh, a new one yeah um that means like it's a it's yeah it's a change of pace
1: yeah so it's like when you're looking at the hell, you're like eh, that'll work for a little bit longer but not forever so like as soon as i see that change it don't wait until it fails altogether now that could be a chafing wire it could be a bearing going it could be a little bit of a stretch link like just be more proactive about making your stuff fly. No, that's good good, good yeah. stuff good stuff yeah what else uh, something that's just like a huge... You realize
0: if we're still alive, we're going to talk about this at the end of next year too, if we're doing the podcast, right? Yeah, and it's right. going to be the same. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Be- better LiPo maintenance. I leave my
1: batteries fully charged a lot, and I leave them sitting in my hot car a lot. And that's, as you can imagine, horrible for the
0: batteries. You need to do what Gator did, buy a specialized $800 device <laughs> that does nothing but discharge batteries because you don't have the balls to just go and fly the last pack, and then you have charge. Freaking balls. On. <laughs> love you gator mean it
1: <laughs> oh uh, my god and the last one i have is uh don't mess with perfectly good flying helis i have a tendency <laughs> to change things too often Take a perfectly good-flowing heli, change one thing, and then it starts going yeah. somewhere. I do that all the time. I change That sounds familiar. I think
0: you've actually... I said it one year ago, actually. Yeah. 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 You That was your one of your resolutions <laughs> for last year. What happened to that?
1: Uh, I just... I can't help myself. I'll, uh, I'll change schemes. I'll change blades. and eh, what's this... Yeah, I don't like black landing
0: gear no more. Yeah, yeah. No, no, right no family feeling. Yeah, yeah, And or, then you put the white landing gear. Yeah, no way. Yeah.
1: Or what's this number doing the V-bar, and then it
0: crashes. So, yeah. I don't know. It just... Well, I'll hold you up to that for next year, no. so you don't. I like to tinker. Make the same mistake again. I tinker. Yeah. What do you think? Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, all I got. way too now. much. Way too much. I got. I got. Yeah. No. I don't Actually. have a lot. Uh, one of mine though is to fly more. Okay. I've. I think I've. <laughs> tried I said that, that last year. Already. Yeah. Well, there that go. No, I did not. Shut up. No way. <laughs> I am guaranteed to. Say I that have year. my own. My resolutions always work. <laughs> so it's fly more. Fly more. Fly more. I have to like get it get back to where i was
1: okay yeah okay that's cool in
0: terms of comfort even better like as an old man i feel like as all men 3d i feel like i have i can do better if i practice
1: more okay so let's let's talk about that so there's a difference between getting comfort and then expanding your skills now don't take this wrong both
0: no i'm talking about both okay but getting
1: comfortable is a lot easier than gaining more
0: skills no i agree but you've you and i have been flying together when you're like what are you doing that like never seen you do that like yeah. i could come up with shit but i have and like that's different for me and kind of creative but i have to fly enough and get in sure. that mindset to do sure. it so i'm gonna try to do that a little bit that would be good we'll try
1: to do that a if bit. you and i can do that together be even better
0: yeah so i'm gonna try i don't know that i can okay. i'm going to try to know that i can succeed at like getting better but sure. i'm gonna at least put in the time to do it okay um i need to organize all my stuff dude like <laughs> planes helis i got helis without servos helis without motor helis yeah. without helis i have yeah yeah, yeah. you just, just got like you could just got stuff everywhere dude
1: no you got stuff everywhere that's yeah,
0: bad the shed it's got stuff to shop then stuff at the house like yeah. i need i really need to get kind of organized with yeah, that like be a good idea batteries like connectors like i just it's just it's not hard to do but it's just it kind of it kind of is because yeah. it takes time to figure out okay what yeah. do i want to do how many yeah. helis do i want to have turnkey yeah like all that sort of stuff so i got to get that done for sure okay. and hope and not that's not necessarily a, a new year's resolution that is a resolution for the first quarter of the year so i can get really yeah. organized organized yeah. for the new flight that's, that's a good idea that's a yeah. good idea yeah and then i have a secret resolution no, I'm not gonna disclose.
1: You have to. No. You have to. No. You have to give us a hint at least. You can't. That's like saying, "Hey, I know something about you." No, what I'm gonna. am t- gonna
0: talk about it. So, this is has nothing to do with Hallie's. But last year, uh, one of my New Year's years resolutions was to quit nicotine. Okay. And I wasn't a smoker last year. I was a vapor. I was vaping. Okay. And I quit cold turkey. Yep. So I, I made my my uh, resolution a reality. Sure. And then, like an idiot, I started back. Right. And this time with cigarettes. So, that is a resolution. I'm quitting smoking. That's good. We're good. That's good. So, hopefully, next year, if we have the show, we'll talk about it and I'll say, yeah, I've been smoke free for so many months. Whatever it is. Yeah. So, good. it's awesome. Yeah. So, that would be good. That would cool. be really good. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it because I love it, but I need to do it. I need to do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting old and it's time. So, yeah, it's time to. And I'm smarter than to that, give it up. So, yeah. yeah. So, what else you got? Uh,
1: some things that I can think of just now. Um, hmm. Out of the organization thing—you can always be more organized than you are, right? What do you mean? Well, you said you want to get more organized with your hobby stuff, and I like to think it in my home shop in my apartment. I think I'm pretty organized, but there's always more. So I think just kind of cleaning up and getting rid of crap that I'm never going to use. Ever that's again.
0: that's the main goal. Like, like I hate it when I go in there and I'm like, I'm trying to look for something. And I'm like, shit. Yeah. So it was this here? It was this there? Yeah. Like, like because you. Cause there's too much
1: stuff, too much clutter. Something that like really drives me nuts is like I have blades that I will never fly. Like I, not bra- blades that are not Sab or Switch brand that I will never fly ever again.
0: I'm good at that though. I I remember going to like the torches field back in the day, like a few years ago, and just gave away a shit ton of stuff. I need like, to do that. Yeah, just have, give them away. Yeah. Just give them I have away.
1: old airframes, old blades, old motor. I just need them. Here you go. Yeah, not gonna use them ever again. It's all yours, brother. Have I fun. agree. I agree. You have a T Rex seven hundred. Uh, not anymore. Mm. Hmm. Mm. No, do I even always know not Like one the speed? good, the good no. old one, the good old seven hundred nitro. I had the good old no, one. Jason Kraus design. Jason yeah. Krause V one, even and nope, no longer have it. My God, uh, I gave it to someone who already has like eight of them for some reason. So the what to who? Uh, I shouldn't no, name his name. Non disclosure. Non disclosure. But Why? I gave it to someone who has more than they will ever need in their entire lifetime. Why? Uh, I don't know. It was just being nice that day, and he wanted it so.
0: No, come on. Yeah, yeah, for real. So I also want to give, last time we did the podcast, <laughs> I asked people for like an OS91 speed, mm. and I want to give a huge uh, thanks to David Malkman. Malk- Malkman. Malkman. I think that's the proper way to pronounce the name. Thank you, David. Um, David was kind enough to work out a deal with me for an OS91 speed, and he was extremely generous. Very kind, very nice. I would have never expected that from him. That's amazing. That's what makes this hobby so awesome. Yes. So, David, if you ever need anything from us, you know how to get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. So awesome. So I will be flying the ninety-one speed. Yeah. Before the it's end gonna, of the year. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get it this Sunday. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Like it's hard because I want to change the the ring, the ring and the bearings. Just, just, just because it's the proper thing to do. Because yeah. I don't. I didn't ask him how long the motor had been like. Like, not being used. Like, I don't... For all that matters, it might be fine, but... Just take it out. Yeah, so... um, So that's awesome. We're still looking for more. So...
1: (laughs) I think Kyle wants one. I do. I need one. So if anyone out there has one, uh, please hit me up.
0: Yeah, OS91 speed. It's a black case. It's a black yeah. case. The, Not the 3C. 3, the 3D version. 3D. No. Yes. There's a 3D and an F3C. Yes. We want the 3D version. The 3D one. It has better but port timing for it. So. I'll, I'll trade you on a, a 105 for it if it's in good shape. Yes. I'll we'll give you an OS 105. Same here.
1: Just like that. If you have two ninety one speeds, we'll give you two 105s
0: yeah Dumb. yeah yeah and and like perfect condition we'll make sure they're absolutely in top shape yes obviously we want a os91 speed that is in good shape too like yeah please don't if have it needs a, a ring or a bearing it's fine but like yeah, yeah no holes in the pistons <laughs> no yeah <laughs> the sleeve has to be there because yeah, you can't buy those anymore yeah the sleeve has to be in good shape yeah, so. yeah. but other than that that's it so yeah. anyway last thing uh shameless plug we have to do this yes um this pays the bills so bkhobbies.com started today thursday December 12th, today is the first day of eight days of Christmas. Yes, we know it's 12 days, but we're doing it differently. We're yes. unique. Yes. So we're doing eight days of Christmas. Today yes. is the first day, day number eight. Yes, And it counts down. Tomorrow's day seven. So we have a lot of cool stuff. The only way for you to find out, to be honest with you, is to su- subscribe to our emails. Mm-hmm. How do you subscribe? You go to bkhobbies.com. You either have an account with us where you've purchased something in the past and have not unsubscribed from our mailings. Because <laughs> yeah. if you did, we can't add you back. Right. Or um, if you are not sure if you're subscribed, just go to bkhobbies.com. Scroll all the way down to the very bottom of the page, and we're in a loop. Mm-hmm. Just enter your email address, click enter, you're good to go. Yep. It's, so It's
1: not a bad idea to do that. We don't bombard you guys like some companies do. No,
0: we only send emails when we have a special going on. Yes. And we have, like I said, eight days of Christmas, starts today, runs for eight days, so Thursday to Thursday. Every day we have something new. So first of all, 10% off everything in the store, no matter what it is. And in addition to that, we have these special deals daily. Mm-hmm. So today we we'll select PK Servos. Tomorrow, uh, what are we doing tomorrow? I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, tomorrow we're doing switchblades? No, well, tomorrow we're doing dumb things accessories and dumb stuff like that and then saturday we're doing switchblades and so on so if you subscribe you get information about what we're doing no no coupon necessary alternatively you can just go to our website every day and check to see what we got going on but if you subscribe you can check your email and perhaps make plans ahead of times ahead of time because we we're let you know what we're going to be doing in the next four or five days yeah um uh, something worth mentioning is that these deals are not retroactive so
1: if you bought an Xnova motor three months ago we're not going to honor this yeah of course now. not yeah of so, course not yeah. so I
0: think hopefully most people know that hopefully that would only make sense uh, but yeah so I think that's the end of the shameless plug Um, that I it? don't know what else Um, I don't know if we're going to do
1: more podcasts before the end of the year Um, with the holiday coming up we're both kind of I have uh, Olivia and my mom coming into town for Christmas. Yeah. You're kind of doing your own thing for the holidays, so I don't know if we're going to be uh, able to sit down and do a podcast. So if we don't talk to you guys.
0: Yeah. If we don't. Yeah. Um, so we wish you a Merry Christmas. If yeah. you're not, don't believe in Christmas, then we wish you a happy holidays. Sure. And of course, all the very best for yes. a very great 2020. Yes. Happy New, Year. happy New Year. Be
1: safe. Please don't do anything that we wouldn't do.
0: Be, be safe, um, be happy. And don't let anyone, anyone make, you make, make you afraid. thank <laughs> you So with Which that I said, Kyle, huh? where are you being reached at?
1: Uh, you can follow me on facebook.com slash kylestacyrc. If you want to get in contact with me directly for anything outside of BK Hobbies, please contact me at RC at gmail.com.
0: Correct. I can be reached at facebook.com slash RC or Instagram uh, at bert underscore camera. Uh, or we're collectively available at Facebook.com slash mm-hmm. the BK Official, also the BK Official on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I can personally be reached via email if you have questions that are not related to an order or like actual business, but just heli questions or any other stuff, at Bert B-E-R-T at Camera Kammerer, K A M M E R E R dot name. And with that said, thank you everybody. This was episode number fifty-three. Yep. Thanks, guys. And we will definitely maybe get back to you <laughs> in twenty twenty maybe before maybe but we can't guarantee it so
1: if not happy holidays and be safe
0: yeah happy new year everyone See see ya